You are hearing this episode thanks to all the great support we have through Patreon. Patreon is what keeps this show going and keeps the entire catalog of not only stars and character, but neozaz.com from the past eight plus years online and free to everyone to enjoy. You can be part of that support and a big part of keeping this show going and keeping everything online for just $1 a month. And with that $1 a month, you have access to all the exclusive Patreon specials and series that we create for our supporters. That is just $12 a year to keep the show going, and that is just a third of the going price of a Wilrahood action figure on eBay right now as I record this. So to learn more, check out our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash neozaz. It's so hard <laughs> to, to say, say goodbye, goodbye to This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details. You never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about FN2003 and FN2199er. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm already, I don't know what you're, either of you are about to say about any of this stuff, but I'm... I'm kind of like interested that there's like a big gap in these numbers. These does that mean anything? That's a huge gap. If if it means something, I don't know. I don't know where these numbers or how they're designated to them. I should say I don't. I don't know how how they they designate their numbers to their stormtroopers. I guess what I'm most interested in is like because I don't know what you're about to talk about. Why you picked these two? There must be something special about these two. I'm these these are pro- other than FN two one eight seven or is, is that yeah two one eight seven that's that's Finn. These are probably the two most prominent uh, stormtroopers in the Force Awakens. Tim hasn't okay. heard heard my names yet, Tim. There could be others. There could be, but are there? Well, <laughs> well they Tim's right. They appear in the Force Awakens. My name is FN0627. Oh, I get it. I'm joined by FN0719. Yep. <laughs> and FN... What are you going to do for him? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, I asked Kelly's question. She's FN0229? Is that... Is <laughs> yeah. that... What, is, what is that? Is that the... I don't think Tim caught on. He didn't. Yeah, you have to say that. It, it's like, yeah, zero two two nine. <laughs> Tim, when I were gotcha. you born? When were you born, Tim? Oh yeah, February twenty ninth. Okay, <laughs> two two nine. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> well, there you go, Timmy. Those are our FN rankings or numbers, whatever you want to yeah. say. <laughs> I like it. Those are your best names. <laughs> yeah, those are your best names ever. <laughs> they're they're just numbers. No, that beats mad at. That beats what? That beats tattooing Tim. I thought these names they're an Applebee's tonight, motherfuckers. Or, or Imperial Empire. Because because it's a like Tim didn't get it right away. It's a it's a it's like a little riddle. It's something specific. It's something specific to us. I think that these are uh, you know I like it as a permanent. Um, just- I am sitting here 
will smile from ear to ear right now. <laughs> well, ear to ear. No, this is good. <laughs> you should quit, quit while you're ahead. Yep. <laughs> there, there just be numbers. It's FN over. FN two four six eight. That's a good one. FN one one three eight. Yeah, that's good. All right. <laughs> All right, Tim. Tell us about these FNs. All right. Well, the FN core was is a stormtrooper unit in the first order, and they are they were trained and led by Captain Phasma, Ugh. and she believed that her core of stormtroopers was the best in the first order. She the was very proud around. of this of this core of this unit, by and large. Unit. What is what is FN though? Does that stand for something? I don't just know. I don't. I, I'm not really sure what that the is. FN first in order. Yeah, I was like, I was like, <laughs> he said first order, and but it doesn't work out. So this is her special battalion that she is handpicked to train. Yes, this is her 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 crew. So she's she's. I don't know if she went and like with the petri dishes and like mixed them all together to create the perfect stormtroopers, but. This is this is her personal unit. This is this is like uh, what do they call it? The 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 five hundred first is is Vader's Vader's fist. The FN core is Captain Phasma's fist. The FN core are the ones that fished her out of the trash. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> when she did when she did nothing. I would have liked to have seen that. When she comes out, she has got a banana peel on her head. Yeah. Anytime you can fit a <laughs> banana peel in anything, that's comedy gold. Sure. I, I totally agree. I wanted to see them like like with a fishing rod, fishing her out of the trash with a banana peel in her face because she was so scary great. And got, and got a banana peel? The, yeah. And then that, and then and then one of those stereotypical Heathcliff looking fish bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> coming out of her armpit. Holy shit, that's a that's a way callback there. Yeah. You're exactly me? right. That's what I wanted to see. <laughs> You're there wasn't exactly enough. Right. There wasn't enough comedy, and, like, and, and a few flies just flying above her, <laughs> <laughs> leaving leaving little lines behind them, like they, <laughs> like on Family Circus or something like that. Where <laughs> Billy went. Um, I, got a, I got a question though. Yes. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. The so <laughs> she handpicked these like these these are clones, right? I don't know if they're clones. I, I, I I'm not really sure. Not anymore. They're not clones, probably anymore. But so so she handpicked them from whatever like she well she she I, yeah I, I don't know if she handpicked them but she she personally trained all of these guys these are these are hers from uh, from A to Z she trained these guys okay well I guess that that probably answers my question because if she handpicked them when they were children that woman's only about twenty five years old yeah. <laughs> right like she's not any really older than John Boyega we're supposed to believe that she like raised him. That's not the case. She just trained them. She had the shining the little <laughs> finger. Choose him. Choose him. She liked how big his him. ass. His ass was going to get one day. So yeah, she's she's an ass woman. <laughs> <laughs> she likes badunka dunk. <laughs> Two one eight seven shaking that ass, shaking that ass. Two one eight seven shaking that ass. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got me on that one. That was good. <laughs> so she, so this, this is this is this is her core, and these are two of the uh, two two of the most prominent uh, stormtroopers of that 
of that core and also of the Force Awakens in general, other than Finn. Now, FN2003, whose nickname was Slip. <laughs> and uh, he Banana was actually <laughs> in this, because Phasma believes her class to be the greatest in the First Order. He, is cons- he, consi- he was considered by her to be the weakest of the squad. And uh, it is said that he, he was serving under Finn, FN2187, but I never thought that Finn was an officer in any capacity. I always Not figured he all. was like Gomer Pyle. Yeah. Like he was yeah. a private. Wasn't basically. that even that, that thing you see at the beginning when he does dessert? Isn't that like his first his Battle? first action? Something, yeah. yeah. They uh, there there is a there is another deployment before this. Um that but I don't I don't remember if he went on that deployment. He may not have been on that initial deployment with uh, with these other ones. With these other guys. Um but Slip was basically just not like there were a lot of there were a lot of these stormtroopers that were you know able to do things just naturally, and he was not very good at being a stormtrooper. <laughs> so she's she as equally awful as she is a char- as a character. She's equally awful at picking and training stormtroopers. Well, <laughs> I mean, by and large, her 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 core is is good. It's and when when I was reading the story, I immediately thought of and I, and I mentioned this before we started recording. I mentioned his name, Vincent D'Onofrio, on Full Metal Jacket. Okay, like he was he was the he was the weak link in that core in Full Metal Jacket. A jelly donut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can see Tim going into like a Dunkin' or something and ordering a donut just like that. I'll have a jelly donut. What's your name, fat buddy? <laughs> I knew that was coming. He says that anyway, Tim. <laughs> yeah. I like you, don't you? Come the on diff- over to my house for dinner and fuck my sister. <laughs> I don't think he was talking to Pyle on that one. But. The difference with that, though, is that those people in Full Metal Jacket were drafted and made to be there. Yeah. And yeah. these these people are handpicked by her as a as the upper echelon of this stuff and there's there's already a screw up a guy that's going to desert and whatever the hell else is going on in there i don't know yeah <laughs> but um finn was sympathetic to this guy so these, he 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 i don't think they were like friend friends but he felt bad for the dude so he tried to help him as best as he could but there's only so much that he could do and and the whole time phasma is just is just uh, you know ragging on him like you suck, you suck. Get do do better, you know. But it's kind of what uh, Ermy was doing, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> but he, you know, he 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 just he just wasn't very skilled. And then they they were they were sent out on their first, um, they were sent out on their first deployment, which was basically uh, just to go and to this this place to um it was like a it was like a small like strike battle and they had captured some people and there was a there was an enemy um negotiator and the only way that he was able to sort of redeem himself in any level was to become phasma's executioner so he he was a cold-blooded killer 
on this first deployment, basically to just get the approval of Phasma. He executed this this poor negotiator for no just because she 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 didn't like what he had to say. So he he was the guy that would go in and just like kill, stab. Kill, stab. Kill, stab, shoot. They could have used Arlie they could have used Arlie Ermy in uh this movie. That's all I'm saying. If he was in that helmet, it would have been nice. He wouldn't have died in a fucking trash can, yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. Never. No, not, he would not have. Not Ermy. My favorite Arlie Ermy role is uh, as the uh, captain in Seven. And <laughs> he's sitting there and they're going over they're going over the uh, seven deadly sins and he's sitting at Morgan Freeman's desk and the phone's ringing the phone's ringing he picks up the phone and he goes this isn't even my desk and he hangs the phone up <laughs> he's hilarious so i mean he he has he has very little story other than the fact that he is a fuck up but the only thing he's good at is executing helpless people and you said uh, this is he's famous. only doing it because <laughs> yes like he's in the movie like i know who this is in the movie yes because as 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 the force awakens opens you know when kylo ren is coming down on to uh um oh shoot what's the name of that damn planet uh was it R- radis no radison <laughs> the radison yeah Rad test has so when they when they're coming down to where poe dameron is is getting you know to get it. he's he's getting that that's that secret thing um yeah right he's one of the soldiers coming out and poe dameron shoots him so poe dameron takes a shot badly injures him and he dies bloodied in uh in finn's arms and he's the one that that his hand goes up and puts go. the blood mark on uh, Finn's face. that that imagery is very cool i will say this yeah about, that 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 shot was in all the trailers, and I've seen it used a lot in artwork of the finger streaks across that helmet in yeah. blood. It's really good. Because there's not a lot of blood in Star Wars, and I remember seeing that in the trailers. Like, oh, it's going to be a little edgy. It wasn't. It was Jakku. Sorry. Jakku was the name. And and I I, I like that because it's it served a purpose. It, it showed... It showed so it, even, even if you didn't know his, his little backstory, and it's not even that... It's not even that good of a backstory. It basically, it just says he was a shitty soldier who died who died on a second deployment pretty quickly into it. Um, but it 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 gave it it gave a reason for Finn to question what he was doing uh, because he, he the horror of of seeing his not necessarily friend but his brother in arms, I guess, getting shot down and dying in his arms and then bloodying his his mask. Tim, do uh, do you think that these FNs like are close? Like you know, like they're all like friends and they know one another. Or like, why did he like hold them? Did he was he sad or you know? Oh, I Bob, think, you know what I mean? I, I think I think he was just sympathetic. He just knew that this poor guy was just he just was dying in his I, arms. I, I, yeah, he, he knew he was dying. He knew that he was never very good. He knew he, he apparently he this 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 stormtrooper wanted the approval of phasma and now he's just dying you know needlessly on this little backwater planet of jakku that no one cares about apparently you know as you through the whole movie everybody talks about jakku like why do you even want to go to jakku yeah okay so and and it also it 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 
it helps you identify Finn even before he takes his helmet off. And you immediately realize, oh, that's that's how you can distinguish Finn from the others. Uh, that and his that and his ass. Uh, trunk. <laughs> <laughs> his ass. So. Yeah, that, that's a good scene. I mean, like I already I at that point until uh Oscar Isaac opened his mouth, I was with it. That's not when much time in the movie though. It's like what, six minutes into the movie? Well it was a good six minutes though. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had. They should have had uh, uh, Finn be like, when he had the mask. Like, you died on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I'm cold. FN two one eight seven. You got shot. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that is a. That's what Tom Hanks does. It's the long vowels. You got shot. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, they should have had that. And then Man, I wanna go home. Well where the hell is home? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know where my goddamn home is. Yeah. FN slips or whatever your name is. <laughs> oh Bio the battery Jakku. <laughs> Bubba slips shrimp shrimp company. And then the mask yeah. comes off, and it's Gary Sinise. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Come on, get me! <laughs> I told you, slip, you're a fuck up. <laughs> <coughs> so yeah, he that's the that's where where he dies. But he's uh, that's where his story ends. But his he his death and his fuck upery as a as a soldier mm-hmm. is really what leads Finn to question what he's doing and to desert if it wasn't right. if it wasn't for this this poor this poor dude dying finn probably would not have left the first order at that point huh. he probably would have went went back on the ship and stayed with it and just went on and got killed on third deployment something <laughs> like that we owe him so much we owe him let's all remember FN two zero zero three. I will remember you. Now you got to do the boys to men. It's hard to say goodbye. (laughs) It's so hard (laughs) to say goodbye to FN I got your number. That or was like that, that was like five songs in one right there. <laughs> <laughs> With Jenny. Jenny. So that's his story. Um he had just a little backstory. He was portrayed by stuntman Pip Anderson. And in the credits, he was just credited as lead stormtrooper, even though he wasn't leading, he was just the first stormtrooper to get killed, I think. But he led them out of the ship. Yes. He's like, okay. go, go, go! Ow! <laughs> Ouchie! Do you know this guy? Pip? No, no. Um, Pip Anderson. I, I read his credits. He's done a couple of little things, but nothing, nothing of, of real note other than this. So, and uh, you know that that's not enough for one episode. So I, I, I threw in a second one. FN two one nine nine. He uh, he chose the uh, the name nines just because he liked the sound of it. And he too served alongside Slips and Finn, and um, 
And he also, as I said, also trained under Phasma. So he's all part of that same group. And um, he actually was kind of in Finn's boat initially. He was reluctant to kill. Um, and the and the the, the on, on the first deployment, he did not want to fire his weapon. Kind of what happened with Finn. Um, but he stepped up and learned to kill when he was inspired by slips. And his his, I guess, ability to execute. He was like, "Well, if this guy can do it, so I, I I should be able to do this. I can, I can, you know, I'm a I'm a better soldier than this guy is, and this guy can kill on command. I I should be able to do that." So he actually changes his tune. He's actually inspired by Slips becoming that cold hearted executioner, and he becomes this kind of hardened soldier, even though they're still pretty fresh as we see them in the TFA. Um, and he was president. He was president on Jakku. He was, he was part of that group. He didn't do anything of, of any real note. It was all just kind of, he would just happen to be there, but we do see him a little later on in the movie after they've, after they've left Jakku, he's the dude, um, that when Kylo Ren comes to Maz Kanata's castle <laughs> and, <laughs> Just, that, just, just that sentence. Maz Kanata's castle. Maz Kanata's castle. Okay. We're so he, Star Wars. <laughs> hey, if Darth Vader can have a castle, so can she. <laughs> um. So he's uh, he's he's there in that battle, and as uh, and he sees Finn from across the battle, and recognizes him, and uh, he's the one that screams out, "Traitor!" I like how Tim says it better. Traitor! So he is the he's the stormtrooper that uh, fights Finn with that cool uh, fucking weapon, right? Yes, it's oh. called a Z six riot control baton. Um, yeah, and I think it's cool. He throws down his sword. He throws down his blaster because uh, he's like he's like I'm not going to kill you with this stuff. These are cowards' weapons. Now I'm going to kill you with a melee weapon. And Finn has the uh, the lightsaber at this point. So the two of them are fighting, and then and again, this is a very anticlimactic story. But nines while they're fighting, and I think he's about to put the killing blow on Finn. It's been it's been a little while since I watched this, this scene. I think he's about to put the killing blow on it. But luckily, Han Solo's there with um, Chewie's bowcaster and shoots nines in the chest, killing him instantly. Yeah, people like. People were all going crazy for this scene when it was out. I remember, um, yeah, and, probably because of the weapon mainly. And when I when I searched, I, I initially was searching. I, I initially thought that this character would have more of a backstory. It actually typed in because I thought his name was T R A R because that was what the meme was going Wait, around. Fans had named him Trader. Okay, uh, but Lucasfilm wasn't having it. They're like, nope. His name is FN two thousand, or uh, was it two FN two one nine nine? They gave him an official. They didn't. They didn't give in to, to fan pressure, even though people were calling him traitor. I, I thought I thought I thought it was a cool scene. I thought I thought it was neat to see a stormtrooper actually competent in fighting. Most of the time, you just see them running in mass, shooting their weapons and not shooting, yeah. not really hitting anything, right? I thought he was cool, but I thought he kind of went down as like a as like a uh, a joke. 
with because uh, because, because of the huh? way he got killed. Yeah, because he 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 got killed sort of really abruptly, and they had Han Solo basically say this. Was this the second time he was like, "I like this weapon. I don't like this thing." <laughs> was he wearing a scarf when he said that? I don't believe he was. Okay, the, probably a little chilly. It makes me wonder if if they had if they had plans like how many times did they shoot that line throughout the, the movie, and they and they just happened to use it to, like it was it was kind of funny the first time, but then the second time I was like seriously twice and and over over the let's say the forty fifty years that Han Solo and Chewbacca have been together Han Solo has never lifted that's what everyone was always saying like, yeah it's the first time it's been you know next to him constantly never wanted to grab it and use it you know they could have they could have like rewritten it so it so it didn't seem like it was the first time it could have wrote it something like oh man I love the way that this thing shoots something like that to make it seem like he's familiar with the weapon but it made it seem like he's never He's never shot the weapon before, and in this series of events, he's just up in twice in a day. It's like, come on. But Han doesn't need to, to borrow the gun. He has his own little pistol by his side. He doesn't need to you know, borrow people's weapons. But he does borrow it. That's uh. that's the scene where in that fight, too, Finn is using the lightsaber, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And this um, weapon, this crowd control thing you said, right? It's like uh, riot control. I, I like the idea of that being a thing that a stormtrooper would have. But why is it impervious to a lightsaber? Like, there aren't. And at that point, is Kylo Ren the only person that has a lightsaber, like in the world? Um, and and this thing is it. This thing can deflect lightsaber. Like like they wouldn't even have that capability. People don't even know what lightsabers were anymore like probably they were they hadn't been around i think lightsabers would be rare but i think that they would be i think they would be like highly collectible you know like like hot scarce like like yeah hot hot scarce like (laughs) like it's the kind of thing like if if you're if you're buying like world war ii memorabilia you know and you want to you want a german officer's pistol right rare so i think a lot of them would be like in museums and in personal collection but not necessarily being used pra- yeah, for practical purposes. I'm with you on all that. That and that leads even more to what I, what I was wondering about like if that is the case and they're not they're not in use, why would this this particular riot control stick that this guy have be able to deflect something? Like what's in it? Like, like a that? beam. What kind of beam is inside well, it has, that? It has kind of like a like an energy pulse around it so maybe the that whatever that pulse is that electric charge is deflecting the the energy of the lightsaber well and that that's fine too i just was wondering if there was an explanation for it because it seems like it it might even be the same technology that general grievous's bodyguards have in Uh their things because they were they they could also be used in uh, as you know a weapon against the lightsaber but that's a long time from one to the other in this in this storytelling. Well, the the if I remember the Magna Guards with those yeah. things, that was made out of a particular metal. Okay. This one here, it says description: non-lethal melee weapon. Uh, they uh, the Z six baton was comprised of a central shaft terminating in two contact conductor veins, conductor veins capable of resisting the plasma blade. Of a lightsaber, 
Yeah, I call bullshit on that. I mean, it, um, it takes I, away I how I, how powerful you think a lightsaber should be and could be. You're right, and you I was going to say that too. When we were little, and I'm not trying to be like a get off my lawn kind of guy, but <laughs> when we were little, that was like you were afraid of them. Like this is a beam of light that can cut through anything. It's like anything. A gin, it's the Ginsu of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Tomatoes and, and cans. <laughs> yeah, and and people. So, yeah. yeah. Now, when they do stuff like that, and that just some random guy has some kind of riot stick, and it can, it can, it can de- defeat that. It, it, it takes some of the, it takes some of the specialness away from the lightsaber. Yeah. Well, totally I think agree. the first order, they knew Jedi were out there. They knew Luke Skywalker was out there. Uh, they knew that the potential for more Jedi type people was possible. So lightsabers could. Ma- make an appearance in a battle so i think it would be good to create a weapon is it able to deflect uh, a lightsaber so it, it it makes practical sense to create something that could deflect a lightsaber and i guess also potentially deflect a laser blast so it, it probably they probably use it more to deflect the plasma of a blaster than than a uh than a a lightsaber, I would think. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I just, I don't. Know. I don't. I didn't like. I. I don't think I liked that. The fact that that was happening, and I also this isn't anything to do with his character. I didn't like how good he instantly was with a lightsaber. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like he just got it. He doesn't know. He wasn't trained. It's, to him, it's like a, it's a sword. I guess you know. And I guess he's trained in general <clears throat> combat as a stormtrooper and would just be good at fighting in general. But uh, it's more at the end when he when he lands a blow on Kylo Ren. Like when that yeah. happens, like, good. well, th- this makes Kylo Ren even more of a of a pussy because now this guy <laughs> who has no training is land. Like this guy's supposed to be super scary. He's like our new villain, and this bozo who just picked this up gets him. He's Come a trash. He's a trash man. He knows how to use a lightsaber. Yeah. 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 So, there's uh, nothing to do with it. Uh, if you go to the Disney, if you go to the Disney store, I think they have like a toy version of this of this thing, and it's I actually kind of neat. Yeah, well, what, you know what yeah. it is? Like this this thing reminded me of the gun from Tom Cruise. The what was the one? Um, oh, the six yeah. stick. Yeah, in that report where, movie right? from. What is that from? Uh, yeah, Minority Report, where he touches him and the guy's like, blah, and he, and, he, and he twirls it and he shoots something and he twirls it again. Like that's what this gun reminded me of for a while. Yeah, you cock it by spinning it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's. I think it's a neat weapon. I think uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind getting my hands if they have those on clearance at the at the Disney store. I, I regret they had at the Disney store this past year, and then they had them on clearance. I didn't buy them. I heard, they had I a Gamorrean guard axe. I heard you say and that, they, and I went there one time to find one, and they were all gone. And they had and they had a, a, a gaffy stick, and they were both like seven dollars. And I was like. Oh, wait till it goes down to five. That's how cheap I am. <laughs> <laughs> and they were big too. They were, yeah. I mean that 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 uh, that Camorian guard battle axe was really awesome. That's the kind of thing I would I would hang on a wall. Um. So, anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, so nines <laughs> gets killed, dies, stabbed dead, and um, uh, and that's the end of his story. Um, he is portrayed let me find the guy's name he was portrayed by a uh an asian stuntman named L- Ling yang 
Um, and he, uh, Leon Yang is also in, uh, the last Jedi. He plays one of the, I can never pronounce it. The Praetorian Praetorian guards, one of the red guys. Okay. Uh, so in, the, in that, in that really killer fight scene in the last, last Jedi, uh, one of those guys was, uh, same guy. Nines. Yeah. Well, you should, you guys would love to meet this guy. Then. I would love to guy. meet this dude. Yeah. It was, he was um, voiced by David Acord, who is one of the sound designers. And when uh, when this when it first came out, a lot of people thought that was Kevin Smith. No, really? So yeah, a lot of people were like, "Oh, that that that's Kevin Smith that did that." And uh, and Kevin Smith, and then there's actually signed photos of this stormtrooper that Kevin Smith has signed. Like, Kevin Smith does voice a stormtrooper, just not this one. But so there are some people that thought that that was Kevin Smith going traitor, <laughs> smoochy boochies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who does Kevin Smith do? What does um, he say? He is a stormtrooper, the voice I think, isn't he? Yeah, I, um, he's a stormtrooper, and he, I, I believe he also voices one of the um, uh, overhead announcements in the in the First Order base. It would be funny if they had a stormtrooper that they had walked by and they asked him something that he should have answered and he didn't. He just kind of shrugged, like silent. Bob, you know, some, you know? Yeah, like, I just called yeah. it. Yeah, like not like like not not actually answered and actually put him in the suit and let him mime his way through a scene like he used to. Kevin Smith's a mime. Well, <laughs> I, I heard in this last Jedi that comes out soon on Blu-ray that they have the deleted scene where. I think it's Ray, uh, Ray and Tom Hardy plays a stormtrooper, and they have a little conversation. It's Tom Hardy and Finn. Oh, it's a Finn. And, yeah, and and Tom Hardy recognizes Finn in the in this deleted scene, and uh, and at, at, at first it seems like he's gonna like turn him in, but I, I guess Tom Hardy's character doesn't know that Finn has defected. Oh, okay. All right. And it's like, woo! And like slaps him on the ass and stuff. No, I, I, I considered looking up to try to figure out what his character's name was, but I haven't seen that scene in its entirety. So I was like, I'm not going to talk about the scene if I haven't really seen it. So he, he, he slaps uh, Finn on his big ass? Yeah. Okay. Uh, both, from the, from the tiny hands? clip I saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two hands. <laughs> on. Two hands, no waiting. <laughs> Why have Tom Hardy come in and do something? If you're gonna cut a scene. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Dave, when when you see it in, in that event that you do see it, you'll you'll understand why they cut it. Yeah. Uh, so it's, this is it's, it's this one is, of those scenes that even for me, I'm like, no. So this is Ryan Johnson being funny again because I know how funny that dude can be. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a, it is a scene that is designed for suspense and then a quick chuckle of relief oh uh, but it, for me and 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 you know i i really like the last jedi this would this this for me this would have been one of those things where i'm like oh no i don't like it yeah. Timmy doesn't like good i can't wait till ryan johnson's on next season's uh, comedians and cars getting coffee with jerry <laughs> he can let us know all about his stylings <laughs> guy's scary funny <laughs> i think i think he's funny Okay. 
that's that's Dave's way of like I'm I'm not talking anymore about this. Okay, that's that's my way of knowing who I'm talking to, and then I realize that I'm talking to Tim. <laughs> and this isn't going anywhere. So yeah, I just go. So, okay. so uh, that's that's all I got on these two uh, these two stormtroopers. Again, not the greatest episode, but at least both these guys are dead. So. They don't have any more story coming up. This is the best we're going to get out of this, people. So is that why this. you picked them? Because they were dead? Like you, they're didn't both pick- dead. They're both dead. They're both one and done. And it's a Force Awakens character, so we can we can keep ourselves current for the kids. Uh, <laughs> for the kids, we, uh, we have to. We got to keep it up for the next generation. Kids should listen to this show because they would know then that like, you should go buy a Gamorrean guard axe and hang it on your wall <laughs> because that really gets the women. <laughs> It's the panties dropping. <laughs> <laughs> I thought was this James Bond uh, stormtrooper? You didn't do him because like he could potentially come back. I oh, mean, I, you know what? I didn't even I didn't even think oh, about that. Would uh, be a cool one. James FN Bond 007 or something. You know? Yeah, I, did, I didn't even I didn't even look him up. Uh, I, I'll have to look him up and see if he has more of a story. Maybe I, I a future episode. Maybe <laughs> we can just talk about James Bond. Yeah. Bond just Bond. Yeah, one of the worst. Uh, T. Dalton. So, that's all I got. Awesome job, Timmy. Thank you. Are people still talking about, like, I, I'm, that scene with that fight, I know was a big, that was like a big deal, right? Yeah. Like, everybody was going sh- ape shit over that scene. Is that, it was, still, like, it was like, still, it like, was like the, the big, it was like the, it, it, it was just like a big fight. Halfway through the movie, that that we, we just needed something exciting to happen, something something that uh, would put a character in danger. Um, and I think because of that weapon, I think people really like what's that? Were interested yeah. in that weapon? Yeah, it was a, it was it introduced a new weapon and introduced a different fighting style, and it was a reason to to have our attention on one thing while Ray was uh, getting kidnapped on the other side of the island, which she had her little. Meltdown and ran away. Meltdown. <laughs> I don't want to touch that lightsaber. Run, 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 run. <laughs> so, when, so when someone runs away, they actually say the word run? Run, 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 run. Uh, that's what I do. <laughs> All right. Back, when, uh, back in high school, when I'd run my 15 minute mile, run, 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 run. <laughs> I bet you're out of breath, man, you're talking, yeah. Tim, you're talking you want, so much. <laughs> you've only gone 18 feet. Shut up! <laughs> You conserve energy if you stop talking. Okay. Run, 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 run. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> you got any feedback for us? Anybody? I do. Okay. I'm going to Instagram for this one. And uh, a guy that we have all met now. And I'm happy to say that I have met this gentleman. And uh, one of our followers in Star Wars and Character as a page follows him as well is a guy named James Gaddis. Yes, James. Okay, yeah. And we all met James at, uh, well, you probably met him more than once. Is that the only time you met him? Was it the celebration I was at with the bowling? We met him at the bowling. I think so, yeah. Yeah, he was at the bowling party. I don't I don't recall if he was at, it, it, it was if he was at Anaheim. Okay. I, I didn't know. I didn't know if you had met him another time or not. But I, uh, I feel like I was privileged to meet him that day. And I do follow him. We follow him. Stars and character on Instagram. 
um, because he's he's a lot of cool things. One of which is he's a he, he lives in Alaska. He's awesome. and he's yeah. he's a news anchor in Alaska. Like he's on the the morning news every morning. Like you yeah. wake up, he's he's your guy. Um, but one of the things that he does, and he's very talented at it, is photography. And there's a new I don't know if it's a wave. I've seen other people do this where they do action figure photography. They'll put the action figures into some kind of scene. It's almost like a a macro photography kind of thing, but not super close. And he does this with his Star Wars action figures, and the pictures are fantastic. I've seen some of these, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of give him a plug because he is a is a great listener and and participator on social media and on instagram he is it's all one word james gaddis photography is j a m e s g a d d i s photography um and his uh, website is james gaddis photo.com and he does a lot of these things like he'll he'll create a little scenario with his star wars figures sometimes legos not just you know the figures but the ones that are very articulated and uh he creates a little scene it's often funny um there's a little photoshop in there sometimes the pictures are really good and i enjoy going on our instagram page and seeing what james has come up with pretty much daily uh so uh i, I just wanted to give him a, a plug because i really do enjoy what he's been doing on here and i, I seem to recall a photo of him on the air with one of our Swick coffee mugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I remember yeah, when, when I first met him, and I kept on asking him all about Alaska and how cold it is, and what do you do, and where do you shop, and nighttime constantly. And he was an awesome like dude. Target. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure people from Alaska love to get those questions. When yeah. they come. He probably does. Yeah. Like okay, I'm going. To, oh god, I gotta like it. Going to Target to buy my blubber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Sarah Palin? Yes, I know Sarah Palin. Uh, can you see Russia? Yes, I can. <laughs> nice dude. Though. He he was really nice. Yeah, no, he's super. And he, and he does. If you look through all his things, he does. He has a lot of stuff of him on the air, like pictures of him and his co-anchor, like you know, in, in commercial breaks and stuff. It look like they have a lot of have a lot of fun, and uh, I'm sure anybody. I don't know how many people we have that are listening that are Alaskans. But uh, I bet they know who he is. We He's, need more close-ups of that Swick mug. Listen to you. <laughs> Always demanding something. He is we the Yuki. It. He's the Yuki Washington <laughs> of Alaska. <laughs> He's our Larry Kane. Nah, Yuki. Do you got do, do everybody? Every city has like their guy, right? And Philadelphia's yeah. had a had a bunch of them. My guys, we had, we have uh, Larry Kane, we had uh, Jim Gardner, Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts was one I always go to. Dave Roberts is a weatherman. He wasn't the anchor. Dave Roberts is David Boreanaz's daddy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a weatherman. How about I him? mean the anchor? Like, isn't Jim Gardner? Isn't Jim Gardner? Anchor, yeah. Isn't Anchorman supposedly partly based on Jim Gardner? The Will Ferrell Anchorman. It was based on Larry Kane. Really. I heard because okay. Larry King was a lot more rock and roll, but yeah, it, I can see I can see the visual on Jim Gardner because Jim Gardner had the mustache and the hair, yeah, um, <laughs> and the arms and the head and the yeah, everything. But yeah, Larry Larry King was always sort of clean shaven. But Larry I, King, I had heard that Larry King was kind of kind of a player back in the seventies. Really? Well, you Tim, you probably love Larry King because of his stuff he did with the Beatles. Oh yeah, those those two Beatles books are awesome. He he was like in there, man. He knew that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I love I love going to anytime you go to a city and you like watch their news. I love seeing like this is the guy that they watch here. This is their Ron Burgundy. You know, <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I've lived in Nashville now for ten years. I don't know who the who the news anchors are. I don't. I, I don't watch the the local news very much. Really, but I remember <laughs> going to a Starbucks with somebody. And someone recognized the news anchor there, at Starbucks, and they were, and but they were like, kind of like, oh, that's oh, I forget his name. We'll call him, you know, that's Steve Scrovan. Like what? That's cool. Like, I, like it's so weird to see him like not behind a desk. He's just sitting there drinking coffee like a normal person. I go, I don't know who he is. He's on the news. He is a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks coffee. No, I love I love Yuki because um, I said this on last one. My family's from Fort Myers. And Yuki, although he's from Philadelphia, his first job was in Fort Myers, Florida. So when I would go down to Florida and stay with my family, he was on down there. And then he got a job back here in Philadelphia where he's from. So he was like more than happy to do that. So when my family would come up here, they were like, Yuki! (laughs) They were so happy to see Yuki. And Yuki is the best because when he does, I don't know if other newscasters do this. When he talks to you, it's when he comes on the air, he says, hello, family. And he starts talking to you like that. Like you, he makes you feel like you're related to that dude. Like he, he does treat everybody like yeah. you're, you're a fan. And I love guys like that. And he's like, like goodbye family. Like he's, that's the way he goes off the air. So I love oh, Yuki. Yuki's my well, guy. I will, I will say I, I gr- growing up and watching the news. I, I was more of a Jim Gardner man than a Larry Kane guy yeah, in yeah. terms of uh, who I watched. Well, Dave and I just had uh, four nor'easters up here in the East Coast area. Yeah, and <laughs> on the first day of spring, you guys had a <laughs> we got a foot fucking yeah. Tim. Um, foot of, foot of that was an eighty degree day for me down here. Yeah, and I was watching TV and whatnot, and some of the you know three three ten and six whatever, and there was nothing on about it. So I went to channel sixty nine. Oh God! I know, I know. Just to see what's coming and what's here or whatnot, and I felt I was watching it. I don't know who this guy's name was. I felt just horrible watching this guy saying, "Nobody knows who you are." I really <laughs> felt horrible. Like this guy just saying, "What you know?" The news and the weather. I'm like, "Who watches this?" I felt so. Is that bad. is that the Allentown station? Yeah, yes. yeah. And yeah, nobody watches the Allentown yeah, station. Yeah, it sounds like a little tiny room, and it's just horrible. I felt so bad watching this guy who was like, "Who's this guy?" Yeah, it's unwatchable. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. People all over the country will know who Yuki Washington is because he is M. Night Shyamalan's go-to newscaster. Oh, yeah. He's in in pretty much every movie. If if not his face on camera, his voice. He's in everything. He's in Signs. He's in The Sixth Sense. He's in everything. He's in The Happening, for Christ's sake. (laughs) Yeah, Yuki. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Dave, <laughs> channel sixty nine. Are, are you on there? It was an, an an elderly black man was the one giving me the weather, and I just was, this is this is what the Allentown station is. That is where people go to get their first job or their last job. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're either you're either just starting out or you're gonna you, die or that week. is the pasture that you've been sent to. <sighs> Yeah, you're right. If I was That's a good way to put it. Yeah, that is a good way to put it. All right, is it time, Dave? It is time for... What are we doing here? It's just trivia. It's trivia, man. Yeah. Calm down. Chill the the fuck out. It's just trivia. It's trivia. So it's McGoat's trivia. 
Totes me goats. I don't even know what that means. I don't care. Latris on the Menjay. <laughs> All right. So the scores are Chris has 1.5. <laughs> Tim has two. And I have three. And in our chain of movies, we are up to Chris getting an episode three question. Okay. That's Sith, okay. right? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, Chris. All right. I will give, I'll, I'll do this for you, too. I'm not going to give you multiple choice because I think you know this, but if you want the multiple choice, you can request it. How about that? Okay. What well, Do okay. I get the same point still? Yes. Okay. You get the same point. Look at you. <laughs> always, always uh, bartering. All right. Here's your question. Which Jedi caused General Grievous's breathing problem? Oh, fuck. The first... Jedi Dave. I always thought he had... (laughs) (laughs) Who caused Tim's breathing problem? (laughs) The first... The only person, like, Jedi who's he's always, like, going after or who's near him is is Obi-Wan. I'll give you a mobile choice. Yeah. Watch him not be even on the list. Okay. A. Obi-Wan. B. Yoda. C. Qui-Gon Jinn. Or D. Mace Windu. Those are all good fucking Jedis. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Those are all powerful Jedis. I want to say... I believe, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong, this was covered in the original Clone Wars cartoon. I recall something like this happening, yes. Okay. That's a little bit of a hint. See, Obi-Wan's, I guess, the, probably is the obvious one. Da, 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 da. I'm changing that. I'm changing that, and I don't even know the answer. I'm going to guess it is the bad motherfucker Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it says on a Jedi wallet? It, it does, <laughs> and on his lightsaber, too. It it's does? Like, on the handle, yeah, whatever that's going yeah. Yeah, Did the they actually put that on there? I am almost positive. I think, I think, I think they, they put BMF. I'm, I'm, yeah, or that, yeah. yeah I, think, right. I think Chris is on to something there. That's crazy. I had a customer at the bar the other day um, that had his put, pulled out his wallet, and it was the exact recreation of the Pulp Fiction yeah. wallet. One of Kale's friends has the same wallet. Yep. Yeah. It, it's out there. Is that your answer? I, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, I'm getting. This, this is a guess. That's what I'm saying. The final answer. That is correct. Oh. Hey, ding, ding, you ding, know ding, why? Because I think he had like a bigger role in the fucking cartoon, uh, Mace. And I don't think yeah, they wanted was... to give him something to you know. That's that's what he did. If I'm remembering it correctly, it was it was as Grievous was escaping with. What did he do? Just like stab him? <laughs> I forget. No, he he came he came down to Coruscant to kidnap, um, Palpatine, and I, I seem to remember as he was escaping. Uh, Windu did something to his chestal area. Yeah, I think it was like a force crush. Oh, yeah. of his lungs and yeah, stuff. If I'm rec- if I'm remembering, it has been yeah forever. years forever. since I've watched that series. But I remember Chris and I used to watch those two minutes. We were we was like everyone was like, oh my god, what's happening this week? What's up? And there were times where we'd be like, that was the greatest and best thing ever made. <laughs> And when you watch them now, I mean, there's still there are there are some actually some very very cool things that happened in on that series, but 
you're disappointed you know. now when you watch it. Well, some of it, some of it is is a little cheesy, but when you see how everything played out, but there are some very very cool things that happened in that series, and some very creative and fun things. All right, I think well, I think if if for people who haven't, I'm, maybe these are available on YouTube. If you haven't watched them, seek them out, find them. They're they are they're interesting to watch. Yeah, I have the. I know they on they made a DVD version where they just put them all together. You don't have to sit there and watch it two minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah, which was ridiculous, right. but whatever. <laughs> All right. Nice job, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Jorb. Tim, yep. are you ready for your episode four, A New Hope question? I am. All right. This is definitely multiple choice. What is the official body count of episode four? Oh, my gosh. Is it A, 500,000 plus, B, 1 million plus, C, 2 million plus, or D, 3 million plus? That is a good question. Actually, let, let me... I don't mean that. <laughs> I mean 1,500,000 plus... Hang on. One billion plus, 2 billion plus, or 3 billion plus. I didn't mean million. I meant billion with a with B. A B. With a B. Yes. Uh, I am going to say three billion plus. That's final answer. Final answer. Three billion plus. That is incorrect. The official body count. They have this down to the body counts here. in the house. Body count. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny reference. <laughs> Two billion two million seven hundred ninety-five thousand and one hundred ninety-two. Wow, Tim! If you would have said this, the, the exact number, that's it. End of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is the official body count for A New Hope. It's got to be the highest in any movie ever. How many people they destroy an entire planet? Yeah, how many people on the planet? Death Star. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of that's Alderaan, but geez, and two Porkins. billion. <laughs> he's the he's the two in the one ninety two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Over two they, billion they, people. They saw that grease spot, and they're like, "That can't be just one man." <laughs> so these numbers might be skewed. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's 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 good. That I want to know who came up with that damn number. Leland Chi. Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rusty Galifianakis. <laughs> Baskets. There must have been the pop. They must have it down to like the number and the population of Alderaan. Plus, you know, they counted every single person that dies in the movie. Did they? Did they make a check mark like if people who are off planet Princess Leia off planet? Sure. <laughs> Does it live here? General Madonna off planet. <laughs> they don't screw around with the census in Star Wars. It's not like here. They do the census every like well, we do it every four years. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like yeah. What if, and what if a baby like? Ladies and gentlemen, you are the proud parent of uh, little Jimmy Davidson. Who was the guy you said before? It wasn't Jimmy Davidson. It was Stevie. What was it? Stevie Richardson. Stevie Richardson. Who's Jimmy? Who's Jimmy Davidson? Tim? Jimmy Davidson was the kid. Was the little baby that was just born right before another another bully. And then, and then oldie oldie McPherson was had just died. You know, one minute before the uh, the blast hit Alderaan. How do they know? Zero population growth. 
Every <laughs> fake name that Tim comes up with ends in son. Son. It does. Mc, McPherson. Whatever else he said. I don't even know. I can't keep up with Tim. Too many sons. All right. Well, that means Chris, you're ahead of Tim. By half a point? You buy half a point. That's yes. right. Motherfucker. Suck, suck on that, uh, Timmy. Like a All right. Half point. <laughs> and somebody has an Empire Strikes Back question for me. I do. <clears throat> um, now, as they were record, as when they had finished shooting um, Empire Strikes Back, they went in to record scratch tracks for Darth Vader before James Earl Jones came in to record his official line. Official lines. Who recorded the voice scratch track for Darth Vader before James Earl Jones came in to record? And this is multiple choice. Okay. Is it A, Gary Kurtz? B, David Soul? C, George Lucas? D, Irvin Kirshner? Or E, Roy Scheider? <laughs> why did you put a fucking Brody in that fucking choices? It can't be. Roy Scheider or David Soul. <laughs> if it is, I'll just like. <laughs> they were alive at the time. It could be. I'll just be done. <laughs> Kirshner, Lucas. I can't believe Lucas would do that because he doesn't seem like he would have enough energy to do that. So Kirshner and Kurtz? Gary Kurtz. I'll say Gary Kurtz. It was Kirsch. Oh, toss a coin. Luke, I am your father. Say that line, James Earl Jones, just like that. (laughs) I would like to hear Roy Scheider do it. (laughs) Why did you put him in the list? Just to throw in some extra names. (laughs) You were picking, like, hot people in the 70s? Yeah, I was like... Burt Reynolds, one David, of those. Yeah. No, Burt Reynolds. Well, David David Soul was just obscure enough, but David Dave would know who David Soul was. <laughs> yeah, and everybody knows who Roy Scheider is. So I had to put in a fan favorite and someone that you know. Can some I, people. Can I ask why you always have five choices, not four? One extra choice. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. That was the worst explanation of anything I've ever heard. <laughs> we know five is one more than four. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear, hear Burt Reynolds do this. I really do. Or I want to hear Norm MacDonald do Burt Reynolds. Eh. Eh, my father. <laughs> he was Last just on, gum. Uh, on Conan, Burt Reynolds. Wow. Did yeah, I saw that. You see that? Yeah. Yeah, he looks, he's looking like his like his face is just dripping off of his skull. He did not look good. And, and the hair, the hair, the hair piece. He's bad. had a hairpiece for 40 years. But now it looks really, really, really bad. He's not the Bert that I remember in Evening Shade. And it didn't even show you him... Evening <laughs> Shade. It didn't even show you him walking out to the, to the chair. He was already sitting there. So I don't know how he walks. I mean, but how, how old is Bert? Bert's... He, he's got to be, what, 80? Uh, he's, in the, he's in the 80s. I think Lonnie Anderson carried him out there and put him out on the couch and... <laughs> And here's your yogurt, Bert. Bert, Thank but you. but but Conan loved them. He there were three different pieces. Commercial break. Commercial, there was he was on there three times. Bert Reynolds, man, he was all. What they dedicated the whole episode to Bert Reynolds. It was mostly Bert Reynolds was on there. Yeah, I like Bert Reynolds, but come on, we're we're <laughs> it's like we're 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 bowing at the foot of Bert Reynolds now. Come on, we're bowing at the foot of Stroker Ace, man. All right, Bert, I like Bert Reynolds is a cool dude, but. 
Come on, Conan. I love Conan, but that's too much attention for anybody. Well, I think I could tell that Conan was a huge fan of Bert. He was all over him. Really? Yeah. All right, well, there you go. I, w- I, I, I still... I want to hear Tim do these lines as several different 70s celebrities. Can you do Dom DeLuise? Is it, does Dom DeLuise just go, <laughs> I'm your father. That's pretty good. Sounded like Chris. <laughs> he did, actually, yeah. <laughs> whenever, I, whenever I think of Dom DeLuise, I immediately... Picture Paul Prudhomme. Oh yeah, because they look that. they they look very similar, but one is funny and one can cook. Yeah, and it's the it's the the hair pulled back. Yeah. Does, he has red hair though, doesn't he? Paul Prudhomme. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, he's gross. <laughs> I don't. I think, my, I think I think he's dead. Dom DeLuise is dead, right? Yeah. Dom DeLuise yeah. is dead. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Paul Prudhomme is dead. Seriously? I think he is. When my chef looks like that, I don't want to see my chef. <laughs> when my chef looks like Gordon Ramsay, I'm happy to see him. Well, are, are you thinking of Angelo Batali? Or what, what's that guy's name? Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Or Mario. Mario is it Mario? Mario Batali. That's, Mario Lopez, that's the red-haired guy. Yeah. Paul Perdome. Did he wear a beret? Uh, yeah, Paul Perdome wore a beret. Okay, okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you're thinking of Mario Batali. Yes. That's why I was surprised to see think of him being dead, because he's like a young man still. Yeah, he's probably in his 50s. Well, I guess that's about it, guys, right? Are we doing to talk about chefs? That's about well, it. Oh, have we even chosen character for next episode? Yeah, I was going to do, um, I guess something in the works, too. Oh? Well, thanks, Tim, for telling us about these these FN, FNers. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> MFNers. It's FNNers. F- these FNNers. Join us next time we discuss Luke's Landspeeder. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information. Thank you.